Welcome to Bible Believers Fellowship and the ministry of BBFOhio.com. I am Pastor Greg, and I invite you to join us for a current events update and then our study in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, titled, Be Not Soon Shaken. The conclusion of this two-part message, along with all of our other studies, can be found at BBFOhio.com. This is part one of two. The current events update. Number one, the UFO alien invasion hoax on display in Mexico City. Did you see this? A couple of you did. Alien bodies with three-fingered hands. Unknown DNA, but they, they claim 30% of the DNA is from unknown, uh, unrelated to humans. Eggs inside are all presented by UFO expert at Mexican Congress with the non-humans found in Peru, and they're said to be a thousand years old. A journalist named Jamie Mousen, who's been uh, behind hoaxes before, by the way, um, described the event as a watershed moment. Here's the uh, actual video where they uncovered the alien bodies you can see there they zoom in a little bit they get a better shot here in just a second there you see that looks a lot like ET some reason and you don't need to hear what he's saying unless you know Spanish he's talking in Spanish look at that there's another look at that They're serious about this. They claim these are two alien bodies found in Peru. They're supposed to have done uh, tests on them, tested their DNA, said they're a thousand years old. Um, here's some close-up images in case you didn't really get a good look at it. Oh, no. Here's what it looks like. Uh, there's a real close-up. Look at that. It's, it just looks like something made out of, like, clay or something to me. I mean, that's what it looks like. Blowing somebody a kiss. Isn't that sweet? And there's three fingers on there. Did, did E.T. only have three? Oh. Oh. Don't you dare say I look like that. I was just pretending. But a retractable neck and long skull shows characteristics more typical of birds, one of the other scientists said. They were also found to have strong light bones and no teeth. So a, this uh, thousand years ago, these toothless bird-like aliens were supposed to be on the earth down in Peru. Experts in Congress, uh, their Congress, showed apparent x-rays of the specimens and told deputies that one of the beings carried eggs with embryos inside them. So that would, that's what we would call a, for you Democrats out there, that's a woman. That would be female, just in case you need to know that. This has been a banner year for the UFO headlines. Now, I've never, I don't think there's ever been a year where there's been as much talk about UFOs and such. Here's a few story headlines. National Post talked about the U.S. fighter jets. They shot down 
uh, I think three at least overall, unidentified objects over the Yukon, and that was reported by Canadian Marxist president or prime minister or whatever they call their dictator up there, Justin Trudeau. And uh, in this headline, it said the high-altitude object is the third known to have violated North American airspace in the past two weeks, and that was back in February. Then uh, sometime later, lawmakers call for greater transparency on UFOs during a House oversight hearing. Um, personally, I think it's, it is serving the purpose of what we talk about. They're going to d explain the rapture. Uh, with the UFO alien abduction story and that kind of thing. But it also helps keep the eyes off of the Joe Biden crime family. And uh, they're doing their best to get everybody to stop talking about that. Um, this was just uh, in August, uh, August 31st, a couple weeks ago. Pentagon to release declassified UFO photos, videos, and reports on a new website. And they're also not calling them UFOs, they're now calling them UAPs. Unidentified anomalous phenomena. That's fun to say, though. Unidentified anomalous phenomena. Unidentified anonymous phenomena. That kind of sounds. It just sounds right. Yeah. And then there was this report where the U.S. recovered a claim to recover non-human biologics. Well, that could be a cow. You know what I mean? They never did explain what they meant by that. Um, it's at a UFO crash site. Non-human biologics. It could be, you know, anything biological that's not human. So it could be a cow or whatever. Those without the indwelling spirit of God and discernment from the word of God will be deceived by this. And that's a fact. We're told in 2 Timothy 3.13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. So that's where we're heading. Number two, the Democrat Marxist cult, I should say, um, attack on the Constitution continues. I know some of you have seen this. New Mexico uh, governor announced that she was suspending Second Amendment uh, rights for a month or two or something like that. And the New Mexico Attorney General announced he will not defend her against lawsuits filed in response to her unconstitutional gun grab. But just listen, listen to the clueless, listen folks, if you elect a Marxist bimbo, you get a Marxist bimbo. That's what, you, you know, and that's what they elected. Just like you elect some senile reprobate who had already been declared uh, disqualified for the presidency when I was in high school, and then you elect him when he's even worse 40 years later, even more, and senile on top of that, you get what you've, you know, we, and not everybody, I know 80 million people didn't vote for him, but enough people voted for him that they were able to cheat and get him in. Yes, um, all the examples you cited are crimes. Kids shooting at other kids, shooting from cars. So what's the value of the civil order? Why not just do better law enforcement? Both. The value of the order is, is that I'm, it gives me three things. One, it says it's a statewide issue and it's a message to everyone to start leveraging your resources and arresting people. Two, 
the jurisdictions come at this, including with the DOJ restrictions, differently without the leveraging and the additional resources, arresting, and where do they go? We've got to make sure that everyone is bumping up their services. It's a message to the uh, Metropolitan Detention Center. It's a message to the HMOs. You better figure out treatment. We have been sort of stalled out to your point. This order basically says stop stalling out, and to your point, just arrest everyone. Well... I also have to have the ability, I can't arrest everyone. There are literally too many people to arrest. Well, this would allow us... Huh? If someone got a concealed carry permit in Albuquerque walking down a public street, they're not going to get arrested. I can make the point that they, maybe they should be. And this is the point. I, I, Just I'm about electi- arresting the law-abiding citizens. Uh, we heard enough of that stupidity. It's just all unconstitutional, anti-constitutional, and that's what the Democrat Party and the rhino deep state Republicans all hate is our Constitution. Everybody hope is waking up to the fact that the leaders in both parties are uh, anti-American globalists who hate our Constitution. The Democrat Party is a satanic cult, just look at their platform, and the Republican Party is a party with a good platform, but the leaders are enemies of the people. And of course, the news media is enemies of the people as well. So her tyrannical act is in response to a very sad road rage murder of an 11-year-old boy. We don't want to downplay that. It was a terrible thing. This little boy, young, young kid, he was with his older cousin there. I think her name's Tetiana. His name was Froilan. And uh, he was with his mom and younger brother. And some just devil opened fire and shot 17 bullets, 17 rounds into their car. Um, he died, I believe, at the scene. She is holding on, but in very bad condition, and they don't know if she's going to make it. And uh, it was just over, they, they, she pulled out in front of somebody or something. And, you know, I mean, it's just amazing what you see out there on the streets. Now, it doesn't surprise me. People are nuts. People are stinking. They drive like they haven't got a brain in their head. And then some of them just drive like they're devil-possessed. And they scream and yell, and we've had them do it to us, and all we're doing is going, you know, we go a little over the speed limit because you got to go with the flow of traffic, but then that's not good enough for some people. And as they go by, and I'm sure the bumper stickers have something to do with it, they're yelling at us and flipping us off and all this. So um, being a tyrant and criminalizing law-abiding gun owners does nothing to stop such tragedies. That's the main, that's the point. But thankfully, local sheriffs like this guy refuse to honor such illegal acts. I hold my standards high, and I do not, or never will, hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order, and as a result, this was solely her decision. Other than this ban being unconstitutional, here are other reasons why I will not enforce the order. One, what many forget, is I have enough violence here in Bernalillo County. 
I do not want to have political violence towards my deputies or here in Bernalillo County. My job is to keep the peace and to make sure that the citizens of Bernalillo County are safe and I do not believe that this order will help me do so. I'm a law enforcement professional. This order will not do anything to curb gun violence other than punish law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. Let me give you a personal story. Last week as I'm sitting here as the sitting sheriff, I get a phone call that my brother also was a victim of gun violence last week that many of you do not know. While he and my nephew were sitting in their car, they were shot at and their vehicle was impacted by numerous rounds. How can I as a sheriff tell him to put his firearms away and not be able to protect himself? I have a fact for you. Criminals do not follow the law or a public health order. Never seen it, we will never see criminals follow the law. Amen. Once again, this only punishes law-abiding citizens. Amen. Amen. That's, this is what all, listen, this is, I believe that there needs to be a loud and clear statement from all red-blood American men, especially those in any position of leadership. We need to make this clear. The Nazis were obeying orders, and when it was said and done, they hung. And if you're a cop, police, sheriff, military, and they tell you to enact orders that go against our Constitution, you can just obey that order. But when it's all said and done, if you're still alive, we will hang you. That's Romans 13, 1 to 5, folks. You don't believe that, you're not a Bible-believing Christian. And those people in those positions need to understand that. Now, I think most of the ones I know do understand that. They'll be the first to tell you, I will not obey orders to violate the Constitution. Listen, you've got to be full of the devil to take an oath to uphold and protect the Constitution and then violate it. The Constitution is the law. All other laws are subject to the Constitution. And we need to make it clear. We support our police. I fly my blue line flag. I support the police as long as they are doing what they've sworn an oath to do. But the moment they go against that oath, they deserve jail or a noose, according to what they're doing. It's according to what crime they are committing. Amen, amen. Yep, they're criminals at that point. Number three, and finally, the Marxist Democrat cult, as I mentioned, again, continues locking up opponents. They're trying to do that to Trump and all these other people, but this is a journalist. Elections have been rigged for centuries because government is a form of slavery, which is why what the founding fathers of these United States gave us is so revered. They drafted a form of government unlike any other in history a revolutionary form of governance based upon the foundation that all men are created equal and independent and that all are born with the inherent and inalienable right to the preservation of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
George Washington wrote, If men are to be precluded from offering their sentiments on a matter which may involve the most serious and alarming consequences that can invite the consideration of mankind, reason is of no use to us. The freedom of speech may be taken away, and dumb and silent, we may be led, like sheep, to the slaughter. Benjamin Franklin wrote, Freedom of speech is a principal pillar of a free government. When this support is taken away, the constitution of a free society is dissolved, and tyranny is erected on its ruins. And this is where we are at today. Our First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And it has been stripped away from us by tyrants. News host Owen Troyer is being charged with the crime of questioning the results of the 2020 presidential elections, the most blatant election fraud in U.S. history. And he did so peacefully, which is his God-given right under the U.S. Constitution. Schroer isn't being charged with conspiracy, incitement, or any actual crime at all. He is being charged for exercising his freedom of speech. The sentencing document goes on for pages, quoting him for saying what Americans on both sides of the crippling two-party system have been saying for over a century. In short, that the government is tyrannical and criminal which should be obvious to just about everyone at this point. And this is not a crime. It is the first line of defense against tyranny, our freedom to call it out. The document mentions a simple misdemeanor that involves Schroyer being on capital grounds. This was a violation of a court order that resulted from a 2019 arrest when Schroyer stood and protested a House Judiciary Committee meeting. But this is not the crime he is being charged with. The 30-page sentencing document is nothing but hot air being blown by a legal team held on the leash by tyrants who occupy the halls of our government. What Schroyer is actually being charged with is best summarized on page 20, where it states, His statements and actions after January 6 illustrate his complete lack of remorse. To date, Despite a number of opportunities he has taken to speak about the election in January 6, he has yet to sincerely demonstrate genuine remorse for his conduct. In other words, he won't shut up about the stolen 2020 election. This is his God-given right, but the criminals who have hijacked we the people's government are letting the rest of us know that those days are over, and we are now their slaves to be experimented on thrown in jail, and murdered. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. The 2020 election was stolen. Joe Biden is a wicked, senile reprobate. Abortion is murder. Feminism is for wicked lesbians. Sodomite gay marriage is sin. Sodomite sex is vile. Jesus is the only true Savior. All other religions are satanic. If they want to arrest me for saying that, so be it. Amen. Everything I just said is a matter of fact. 
and in America it is now getting you arrested. That's where we are. Be informed, pray, and act accordingly. Amen. I want to challenge you to do something. Those people in your family that call themselves Christians, I want you to ask them to sit down with you and watch what I just presented in the current events update. And if they protest it in any way, I want you to have the courage to tell them they're fakes. They're not Bible-believing Christians by any stretch. And they are traitors to their country. Do it. I believe every real Christian has got to confront their so-called Christian loved ones who purposely attend dead, useless churches with a bunch of wussies in the pulpit, paid off, cowards. They need to be confronted. Don't wait until after it's all said and done to confront them. It's too late then. And I've, I've been confronting my family when I, every time I have a chance. That's why a bunch of them don't speak to me anymore. My three daughters, I'll say it over and over, pray for them. They're as wicked as sin right now. All three of them would be better off having a millstone tied around their neck and cast into the sea than to living the life they're living and raising their children the way my two grandchildren are being raised. Stop being so concerned with what everybody thinks about you. Tell the truth, folks. Even when it's your own children, speak the truth. We got where we are because a bunch of Christians said, that's my children. I can't talk about them like that. Well, then you're useless. You're a bad parent and you're useless. You should stand and tell the truth whether they have your DNA or not. Jesus said he is to be your Lord. And if you love your children more than you love him, and if you won't take a stand for what's right, you do love your children more than you love Jesus Christ. Then you're not worthy of him. Now, you don't have to be as, you know, loud and carrying on like I am right now when you do it. But you ought to. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, the sad thing is, is I've seen some of these people be as nice as they can be, and they still come after them and try to destroy them. So don't think that if you're nice... I'm talking about some of those people you don't think would ever do it. You go, you go and confront them and see the devil come out of them. All right, 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 and 2. We began our study last week, and we, we settled the differences between the coming and the gathering. hope you saw or if you haven't, you'll, see, you'll watch that. It's important to make those differences, and that's what's in verse 1. Both events are mentioned. We have to understand it's talking about both events. So we begin with verse 1 for context, and we'll then focus on verse 2 in this study. So let's go ahead and read verses 1 and 2. Just read both of them with me, if you will. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, 
that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Amen? Amen. The message is clear. Don't react with fear, but with faith based in the knowledge of the Word of God. Um, I, there are some Christians who love to talk about the end times and love to talk about everything, but it's because they want to be scared. And they want to have, you know, get the hair on the back of their neck, and they want to feel the goosebumps and everything. That's the purpose of Bible prophecy isn't to give you the willies. It's not to give you another, uh, you know, scary movie experience. Now, there's some times where you'll get that, and that's a side effect of it, but that's not the purpose of it. The purpose of Bible prophecy, you know what God says it is? I will tell you the truth, and when you see it come to pass, you will know that I am He. Bible prophecy is one of the great evidences for God. And we've talked about that a lot in our uh, Isaiah studies, by the way, in our Sunday school. But uh, we've talked about it in our First and Second Thessalonians studies and other uh, Joel, Daniel, Revelation. So let's begin with what we see there in verse 2, the very first part of, of verse 2 in Second Thessalonians 2 that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. That's the gist of uh, what we're told here is losing your mind and freaking out is not a good testimony to those around you. And uh, I remember 9-11, we just observed what is that, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 uh, Monday. And uh, I'm not going to get into all the stuff we talked about. If you want to see the current events, go back and watch that for the Sunday message. But I remember on that day, none of us knew what was going on. It was crazy. But some of the people who freaked out more than anybody were the loudmouth Christians. You know, the ones who are always talking about how Christian they are. And, you know, they go to the charismatic churches and they're always talking about it. You know, those were the worst people to be around on 9-11. Uh, there was one lady uh, broke her ankle trying to get out of the building in downtown Columbus, freaking out over it. There were there were stories about that all over the country where people were getting trampled, as in places other cities where. People